0: what's going on and welcome to another episode of chicken scratch gospel i am your host with me as always my co-host mm-hmm. daniel what's up my man what's
1: Up, bro now, as always I've, I've been out for a little bit but hey man it's it's man it's you baking in Bakersfield bro
0: you've been you've been you've been getting out man to the oh, coast dude. and enjoying anniversaries and celebrating yeah, birthdays man. and now you're back and, and it's ready to rock and roll and we want to take a minute to say what's yeah, up man. to our uh, guest that we're gonna have today the second yeah. time Let's yeah there's a two time. time now two right time on. two time guest of CSG podcast and that is our man Tony what's up Tony
1: what's going on guys
0: <laughs> Still trying to figure out my podcast voice here. Yeah, yeah, if I'm yeah, yeah. supposed to have like, well, that he he has
1: voice. his he has his bus image, he has the bus image. So now he just needs the podcast image. That's it. That's yeah. horrible.
0: That's it. You'll find it. Yeah, you'll. Man.
1: If you see, if you. I don't see, even know k- if that's relevant. Anymore, I don't right? even. That, they don't even have that. I know. Yeah, I don't even have buses here. Oh yeah. yeah. Is that
0: <laughs> so <laughs> I couldn't even like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't. I was trying to like wrap it, like wrap into it nicely. There's no good, there's no good transition there. <laughs> uh, uh, so today, today I want to talk about something kind of funny. Um, uh, It's funny, but it's not funny. The way that I it kind of popped into my brain uh, is kind of silly. I want to talk about bubblegum believers. Mm-hmm. And the way that it popped into my brain was like this, you know, there's different ways obviously that I identify people who claim their Christianity, right, or claim their, relationship with god and so we're going to look into a few of them unpack them talk about them take some time today so that really what we're doing here is not putting anybody on blast we're not trying to run nobody over we're not trying to you know uh, throw shade on anybody what we want to do is every single one of us that are on the podcast that are listening to the podcast even you know crew whatever when we talk about things like this especially speaking from a, a perspective of scripture uh we want to look in the mirror we want to look in the mirror and go okay is this me? Am I a bubblegum believer? Right? So before we, before we jump into what that even means, I want to share this first Peter, uh, two scripture it says he personally carried our sins in his body, talking about Jesus on the cross so that we can be dead to sin, dead to sin. Like, not like so we can still dabble, but so that we can be dead to sin and live for what is right by his wounds you are healed. So Jesus himself carried our sins personally so that we could be dead to sin. The issue that we have is we don't always die to sins cuz we 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 like the way that that uh that tastes to sin. You know like sin is fun for a season so we like the way well, I just want a taste of sin while trying to make God the meal. Uh and so I want to talk about what what like I would define as the bubblegum Christians, the toothbrush Christians and the dental floss Christians here we go right, because that's kind of that's what I think of
2: I, I'm thinking like man, I need to go to Dennis
0: <laughs> I, I need to check up I need a check up, and so the, this is what this is what I mean by this, like so bubblegum believers approach sin like it's bad breath, you know what I mean so they show up they'll show up on a Sunday, they'll pop a stick of gum, that's their stick of gum that they pop in their mouth. Well, we just pop a stick of gum in my mouth, try to cover up the smell of the sin in their lives and and, and we just treat church like it's you know. Like it's bubble gum mm. or like it's winter fresh. I don't know why Winterfresh winter fresh was the fresh. gum of choice when I was in high school. And I hope everybody has learned since then to get away from winter fresh. And I'll tell you why winter fresh is not, it is not chemically sound. It's not the structure of it doesn't stay together. It's not good. No gum is meant to chew forever. The flavor leaves. So if you're only a believer on the weekends, don't expect to be an overcomer on the weekdays. Mm. That's a bubblegum Christian, though. Right. I don't care if you chew Trident or whatever. Like, chewing gum alone doesn't take care of your teeth any more than attending church alone makes you dead to sin or free from sin.
1: Yeah, that's that's teenager mentality right there. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> if, you've had, if you've had teenagers, like, uh, you, uh, you need to go brush your teeth and they're like, I'll just put some gum in my mouth. That'll work. Right. Uh, no, it won't. That's not gonna work, don't do you?
0: Yeah. it says orbit. Uh, is for dirty mouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, man! I just
2: swirl it around in my mouth for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, no,
0: dog. Brush your teeth, man. What are you What are you thinking? Uh-huh. But like, you, you guys know what I'm talking about when I when we yeah. talk about that because we've all experienced that. we and, and I think that it's kind of um, seemingly become kind of almost culturally appropriate. Yeah. To just like to to going to church is almost like a a trend. Right, In some places and in some ways. So we're like, oh, yeah, no, I go to this church or I attend here or whatever.
2: Right. I, I always look at it like the, the Sunday face, you know? You, right, you yes. Know, yeah, you put on that yeah. Sunday face, you get all primed and proper or whatnot. And then Monday comes around, and that's a whole different story, right? <laughs>
0: that's a different but face. You,
1: but you mentioned something interesting, man, because not only, like, I mean, practically speaking, do people, you know, <clears throat> chew the gum and then you, to hide their, their breath or whatever. You said something interesting, you said that it loses its taste, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yep. so when it loses its taste, I find myself when i'm whenever I'm chewing gum, it loses its taste i I pop another one in, you know mm-hmm. throw that one away. I think if we're when we're talking about sin, sin loses its taste because it's sin is temporary right it's only for i mean there's pleasure for its momentary pleasure self gratification for that moment, but it wears out, and so you find yourself in this cycle of i need something else i need more yeah uh, i need to taste this again because that that's old now yeah and you find yourself in this cycle of you know consuming 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 in in your lifestyle of sin that you just get further and further and further away from god you yes know, where you lose taste for the spiritual things you know
0: yeah and i mean and on top and on top of that as as, as we're kind of sitting here talking i i always i always think um it's that's a cool thing about what we do here on the podcast too we got these little you know pens and stuff and we you know when stuff kind of comes to our brain we get to we get to shout it out but something i think about too is you know you remember um being told not to swallow your gum oh yeah you know gum's not for swallowing. you're supposed to chew it you know because your but your body can't your body's not meant to digest the gum you're gonna mess up your stomach or you're gonna mess up your insides whatever your body's not meant to digest sin You were not built to swallow and ingest and digest sin. You're not you're not meant for that. The wages of sin is death. You go around swallowing sin, it's gonna kill you. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna kill you because you weren't meant to process that, you know, and so it's not something we can't just we can't just use church as a as a trendy thing or as a or as a guilty thing or whatever whatever it is that we view it to show up on Sunday. I mean
2: mean, if you think about it, if there's three hundred and sixty five days of the year, man. Right. And so if we're only, you know, doing it. On 52 days of that, that's over 300 days. That like, okay, for for these 300 days, I'm gonna go ahead and live in the world for <laughs> Yeah,
0: right. You're not gonna brush your teeth for, for that for that time. Or, you know, as as it were. Speaking of brushing your teeth, there's, we we get into this different level, right? Because bubblegum believers believe they're safe because they go to church. They call themselves. They can call themselves a Christian. Mm-hmm. I call myself a Christian. I I attend church, so that's fine. That's that's a bubblegum believer. And um, I also think it could fall under this next one, which is like a true a, a toothbrush believer. Um, and it, that's what I want to share scripturally first about that is, is Matthew chapter seven, verse 21 that says, not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord this is Jesus talking and not everybody that calls out to me, Lord, Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven. Um, uh, I actually just shared about this on a Sunday, um, as I was preaching and really when you look at that Lord, Lord, everybody who says Lord doesn't necessarily mean Lord. Everybody wants a savior, not everybody wants a Lord. Mm-hmm. So Jesus is almost defining that, hey, just because you're saying Lord, Lord, that doesn't mean that you're gonna enter my kingdom. Because you you can say Lord, Lord, all you want. You can say that, but what you mean is what you really want is Savior, Savior. Mm-hmm. Right. And right off the bat, we understand there's a difference between chewing gum and brushing teeth. We know all that, obviously. And if you don't know that difference, please. <laughs> We're Please learn that difference.
2: I think I brushed my teeth twice before I got. Okay, here. yeah, because <laughs> chew, chewing gum is not worth at yeah. But
0: the thing about toothbrush believers is these believers aren't bad. They're not bad people. They even are like they'll allow God will allow God to brush our sins away, right? So that so that we'll be clean. In fact, we'll even do good things in the church. Mm-hmm. We'll do good stuff in the church. Matthew seven twenty two twenty three says, "On that day, you will uh, uh, you will say to me." Or many will say to me, "Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Didn't we cast out demons in your name? We did so many mighty works in your name." And and then I will declare to them, says Jesus, "I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness." And I, I think, man, but look at all the stuff that we're doing. Look at all these good things that we're doing, Jesus. Look at look at how we let Jesus, we let you brush our sins away. And, and Jesus is like, yeah, but you were never intimate with me. You were never intimate with me.
2: Now we're doing good things, right? Or we think we're good, we're doing good things. I, I mean, I, I always go yep. back to Ephesians. You know, we're not, saved by, by, uh, we're, we're, we're not saved by works alone, but by grace through, through God. Um, yes. And I think a lot of times, man, in our shame and in our embarrassment, a lot of times, we just take that sin and we just, you know, stuff it deep, way down below. Nobody's yeah. gonna see my sin. Nobody yeah. will know my sin. You know what? God won't even know my sin. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, man. It's so true. It's, you're tr- you're trying to hide. Um because because of my shame, I'm trying to I went blank. I don't hear anything. There you are. I don't think Andy likes me, man. I'm <laughs> <not my> saying. <laughs> he was
0: trying to guess. He's trying to play double dutch and guess. <laughs> but I like this thought. Let's let's yeah, keep it this think, thread.
2: I think uh, sometimes in our shame, man, and I I mean we don't we don't let God in because we're not we're too embarrassed or we're too, too stuck in our, in, in our shame that, yeah, you know, I, God won't hear me or acknowledge me on this one kind of thing.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I like that, man. I like that. I think even, um, as we're talking about like toothbrush Christians, um, <clears throat> if you go to the dentist and you ask the dentist, is it enough to brush, just brush, you know? And they, of course, of course they're going to say no, but we think, um, it is enough, right? you know, just to do that simple act. And there's so much more to, to living out the life that God has called us to live, um, for him. Yeah. And so I do, I do, I do see that as well, stuffing our sin down and, and not allowing people to see it or even, even, um, deceiving ourselves to think it's not there, you know?
0: Yeah. yeah and, and I mean, attendance and good works are no substitute for intimacy. Mm-hmm. Just because you attend church, just because you do good stuff in the church for the church, I mean, really, yeah. It, that that's not a substitute for for intimacy with God. And and the fact of the matter is, you're doing good stuff with sin in your teeth. Mm. You got you got you got a little some you know. You got a little some sum in your teeth. Yeah, maybe maybe your motives are off. And and I don't know about you, but like like um uh, you know we're we're all we're all married, and uh you know. I, I love, and pe- people that, I got people living in, in my house. Y'all know this, you know, there's people that live in my house. Now, they see me chasing my wife and flirt with my wife all the time. But I'm going to share with you guys some some big facts here. Big fact. I love kissing my wife. Big fact number one. Big fact number two. If I see something stuck in Amanda's teeth, I will not kiss her. <laughs> That's big fact number two. I It will immediately something will shift in me to say, you got something stuck in your teeth. And the, the intimacy light will turn off in that moment. And I'll go, hey baby, you got, <laughs> you got a little something in your teeth. And when she goes and, and gets that fixed, I mean, I'm a, and, and same Sam, you know, it's the same same, and, and you can't be intimate with God with sin stuck in your teeth. Right. Yeah, it's good. You can't have that kind of like depth and, 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 and deep uh, love relationship with God when you're allowing stuff to just be Stuck in your teeth, That's man good.
1: Yeah, yeah Because it, it's an everyday process, man Like it's not just, you know uh, Once a month I'm going to pray And confess my sins to him And like it's an everyday thing We've got to constantly be, you know <clears throat> Monitoring ourselves And searching ourselves, you know And asking the Lord to search us um, Because it just doesn't happen Once a month, you know <clears throat> It,
2: it kind of reminds me of a uh... You know like the first time i got and i moved out of the house and, mm-hmm. and and went on my own kind of thing and the only time i really called mom was uh mom i'm in trouble Like i you got a couple bucks i can borrow for the next right. week
0: right, right. amen to you.
2: yeah and then it gets to the point where now i'm calling the first thing she says Matt, uh what do you need right you know yeah and and mm. when she when it's really like uh mom i'm just calling so uh you know, to check up on you, how you do. And I just want to talk to you kind of thing. I just want a relationship with you really just to show you I'm here. Yes. Kind of same thing goes with God, man. Like if I'm just calling you on a Sunday or when everything's going down, Mm -hmm. kind of relationship I got.
0: Yeah, man, you, you might be a bubblegum believer. You might, you might just be brushing. And, 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 and when you go to the dentist, the dentist will let you know um, that if you're not careful, these little things, these little details that we leave out or the things that we choose not to do or choose to avoid, those are going to lead to more deeply rooted issues. You know, then you're going to end up with gum, uh, gum disease or or gingivitis or halitosis or, you know, all of these things that'll jack you up. And we're knowing, we're knowing this. If we come to church, we're knowing like the wages of sin is death, but we don't really, but we're not going to die today. Right. Yeah. So it's not that big a deal. You know, it's not that big a deal. And so we put it off, we put it off, we put it off. We know we probably should be flossing. We know we probably should be praying the prayer of the Psalmist. Search my heart. Oh God. Right. Or maybe create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. That's one of my go-to, uh, you know, prayers. I love that, that Psalm, uh, you know, but, but this brings us to the last, the last kind of definition here, which is the dental false, uh, crew. So, Not only uh, do those who floss, you know, of course, figuratively speaking, know God because they've been set free from sin, but they also participate in God's will and take the time to truly intimately know God. Mm -hmm. There is a difference between knowing of God and knowing God. Yeah. Let's unpack that a little
1: bit. Yeah. Dude, this is crazy, man. I was thinking of, um, In James, where James likens the Word of God to um, a mirror, and we're talking about um, the mirror being God's Word, God's, and ultimately being the reflection of who we are. Yep. Um, and you talk about somebody, you know, you talk about you looking at somebody and seeing something in their teeth, and I think a lot of times we fail to see. And we could be in ministry, we could be at church every week, we could be doing things, but if we fail to look in the mirror of God's word to see, you know, what is in our teeth, figure teeth, figure teeth speaking, then um, we fail to to get that sin and take a hold of it, you know, and confess yeah. it. We don't see it, it's not there for us. And so we continue to move on with our lives. And that's why it's so important as we come into this knowing God, that's, that's how you know his heart. That's how you know his will for your life is when you're spending time in his word and you're looking in that mirror and it's reflecting his light into your life and it's exposing and convicting your heart to turn to him, you know, and giving you revelation of that sin. That's, that's holding you back, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's good, man. I know. I know. It says several times in the word, mm-hmm. like in John or in Ephesians, where um, you know, it 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 allows us to experience God's love and His will over our lives, kind of thing. Um, but also, when you do that, it carries on into other relationships too. So it doesn't. Yeah. It's not only good for right now. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's right. It, it, it yeah. keeps going. And
1: I and I think of flossing. Like I don't know about you guys, but when I floss. Um, it's good to look in the mirror after you floss <laughs> to make sure you got everything out. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're just lost and you're like, Oh, I think I got, I mean, so for me, like if we're, if we're going into detail about our sin and, and those things that are hindering us, we want to be looking into God's word. We yeah. want to be making sure that he's, he's cleansing us, man. He's showing us those things in our lives that are, that are separating us from him. Yes.
0: Um, yeah. And I think in using the right tools, right? You know, because it's some people that you know, that you, you some some of y'all out there using a matted toothbrush. Mm-hmm. Change your toothbrush, man. That toothbrush. You you. It's some, it's some of you guys. Well, man, I remember. You know, I'm reminded of. It's funny because I have a little Michael Scott Funko Pop from the office in front of me today, and um, <laughs> I think about what he said uh, in one of the episodes. He said he he had a made a New Year's resolution that he was gonna floss. And he said, I made a New Year's resolution. I was going to floss 1201, New Year's Day, Boom! Blood everywhere, like because yeah, he, he had it flossed. So his gums, his gums hadn't been like trained, and right, you know right. to experience what that was like. And and there's people out there using the wrong things, man. Don't use the corner of a piece of paper. Stop using the straw. <laughs> Stop using hair. Stop using yeah, yeah. gross, weird things that you shouldn't be Your using shoelace. to floss. <laughs> That's a gap. If you're using a shoelace, you got you some got, gaps. Yeah. You need some Visaline. but but I'm just saying, like stop stop doing that. Use the right tools. I love that you were you brought up James and, and, and the word like being as a mirror, because the fact of the matter is, if we we're doing all of these things, we shouldn't do them with our eyes closed. We right. should be well aware of who we are, who we're not, and who God is, and and allow God to search those hidden corners of our hearts. Is how I want to know. I want to know God so intimately, so closely. I mean, yeah.
2: you're, you're, I, I love that you're talking about how flossing and. With the, with the whole office thing where he... Boom, blood everywhere. Blood everywhere. <laughs> but after a while of flossing, man, um, it doesn't bleed anymore. Right. It stops, you know? And uh, yep. as long, I mean, as long as we keep coming back and, and and just ultimately share our lives and our sins, our deep, you know, flaws, mm. um, it's not gonna bleed anymore.
0: Right. You know? and, and, I, and to me, like, that represents, you know, that that stinging part of the truth. Yeah. You know, it's some truth that does sting you. It stings you because it lets you know exactly who you are. Mm-hmm. Lets you know exactly who you are exactly who you're not like. And that that can sting, man. That can that can be bothersome. But I mean, that's the place that we got to get And Once once you make yourself well acquainted with the truth. Once you decide to be close friends with the truth. Mm-hmm. It, you're then you're not as concerned about how you look. You're concerned about whether or not the truth is being you know, is coming out, is being shared.
2: Where your
1: spiritual health is at. And
0: that, that's yeah. it, man. And that's it. And uh and yeah. the truth is, uh truth makes us uncomfortable. Yeah.
1: Hmm. This this is a very s a very scary concept in Matthew chapter seven twenty three. Yeah. Lord, Lord, they would not prophesy like Like we did all these things, yet we still did not know that we were sinful people. Um, That's a scary thing, man, like that's my fear. Like I never wanna like see, you know, God face to face and he say like, I don't know you, what I spend all my life in church. And and he's like, but you you never took time to really know me. And and I love that when Jesus ascended, he said, I'm gonna send the Holy Spirit. And he said, and he's gonna convict the world of their sin And so in my prayer, man, I pray, like, Lord, reveal to me, like, give me conviction of the things I'm doing, because we can be Christians, man. And it it won't be like, like a blatant sin. Yeah, it's it's sins of the heart. It's it's Mm. it's even just disobedience doing Mm. those things that we know to do and we don't do. Right. That in itself is. And and so I pray like, Lord, convict my heart. Show me what I need to do that's going to honor you and not and not sin against you. And that's the beauty of his spirit in leading us, um, you know, to him, closer to him. Yeah. Away from sin. Mm, that's so and not, good. And man. not to say that we're perfect because we all right. struggle with, you know, we all struggle with, with things in our lives. But um, like I said earlier, it's it's a daily thing. Yeah, it Coming is. to him.
0: Yeah. No, I love that. And I love that you're, you know, you're bringing stuff up, man, that, that has become... Unpopular in mm-hmm. some in some circles of the church, people don't like to talk about conviction. People don't like yeah. to talk about the Holy Spirit leading you or convicting you or right. you know and and I'm like, no, 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 no we need we need some truth let's mm-hmm. let's get this truth out there because the truth is you should you should welcome yeah said conviction because conviction isn't there to bring condemnation, right. as Jesus said, there's no condemnation, right He, he didn't come to bring condemnation. Yeah. He came to point out the fact that you're a sinner. You need a savior mm-hmm. and then I can save you, but you you got to leave the sin alone Yeah. after that. Like, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what does he tell yeah. to the woman who was caught in the act of adultery? He says, where did your condemners go? Where did those that, sh- that were accusing you go? And she's like, there are, they, there, there are none. They, they I don't, oh, I don't condemn you either. Yeah. You know, and that's a, uh, that's a huge deal. Yeah. yeah. Ring, ring, ring. God's, yeah. God's calling. God's calling. God's me. calling. Pick up the phone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> No, I, I, I do, man. I, for me, like the prayer of my heart is that he would lead me, you know, he would lead me and, and show me and reveal those things to me that are setting me back. And I think of conviction too. There is no condemnation. I always think of conviction, um, being that, that tug of God, that, that points you in the right direction. You know, um, it's not guilt. It's not shame. It's not condemnation. It's not burden. It's not heavy. It's like, no. I have a better way come this way. This is the way that will fulfill you. This is the way that will give you uh, life abundantly. The way you're doing it is the wrong way. And so whenever I start, when I'm in prayer and I, and I sense them like, it's, it's gentle conviction, the Holy, the, the conviction, of the Holy spirit is gentle and it's kind mm. um, and it's, it's peace. That's moving you forward to what God really has for you and what's yeah. best for you. you know?
0: Yeah. And if there's like hostility. Right. If you feel hostile about it, the truth is most offensive to those who desire to continue to live in the lies they believe. And so, if you are, if if there's hostility, that ain't that ain't from God. Mm-hmm. That's not God. That's not God's spirit right. being hostile with you. That's you having some hostility towards the truth right. of 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 maybe what's being presented to you. But the cool thing is, is again, it's like a spotlight. We get a spotlight on that. Hey, man, you got something in your teeth. Yeah. And we we can. Be upset that somebody pointed that out. I can't believe you would out me and say that there was something in my teeth. I can't believe, man, but no, listen, you're a real one. If you tell me that there's something in my teeth, please don't let me just walk around with something in my teeth and talk to everybody. Hey, how you guys doing? You doing all right? And it's just like spinach. There's broccoli stuck. You know what I mean? Like there's just something stuck there. Notice how healthy we are. There's spinach and broccoli (laughs) stuck in my teeth. But you know. Not in and out. Not in and out. It's not. It's (laughs) not. Powdered donut doesn't get stuck in your teeth. (laughs) It leaves, but I love, but, but again, these, these subjects that we're talking about, what, what gets you to this place of intimacy with God and, 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 knowing God in this way is understanding conviction, is welcoming conviction, is, is welcoming, you know, the voice of his Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit's a gentleman, the Holy Spirit is, is, I love you said the Holy Spirit's kind, you know, the Holy Spirit is, is a gentleman, the Holy Spirit's not going to force himself in on you, you know, right. so you, you got, we got to be willing and, and, and postured to be able to say, God, I, I I want. I want to know you. I want to know you in an intimate way. I want to know you beyond my 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 head, my intellect. I I want to know you deeper. I'm always like
2: God. God, I I want to know you more. I just don't want to carry. You know, I I don't. I don't want to be the person that just carries the Christian name. Yes. You know, I I, I really want to. I, I want that intimate relationship. I want to give you all the time.
0: Yes. I love that man. I love that. And bring, bring, bring us back to first Peter two twenty four. Honestly, you know, he personally carried our sins personally, yeah. personally, that is Jesus did nothing wrong. Yeah. And he personally chose to carry the weight of my sins. I'm the one that made all the bad choices. I'm the one that missed it. But he personally said, I'm going to carry these to the cross for a good reason, so that I didn't have to live in my sin, but so that I could be dead to sin. We know the wages of sin is death, but when sin and Jesus are in the same room, it's sin that dies. Right. God does not desire for us. It's appointed for man once to die and then the judgment. Notice that everybody, everybody has to taste death once but when jesus rose from the grave <laughs> it's it's uh, it's 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 in the new testament somewhere and, and and forgive me for not being able to remember this but i love this response as jesus is resurrected death where is your sting yeah yeah where is your sting he removed the sting of death through the resurrection and now he removes the sting of death from us we may be appointed to die once and then the judgment what how can we be judged we're dead yeah no not if you're in christ because we will then experience this same Christ who rose from the dead will come back. He'll return in the same way in which he ascended. It's just all these crazy things. He personally carried that so that we could be dead to sin and we could live for what is right. Mm-hmm. By his wounds we're healed. And I thought it interesting that they included that at the end of this, you know, this this kind of phrase, this verse here in verse 24, um, where it's speaking about being dead to sin and being uh, alive or to live for what is right. Oh, and by the way, by his wounds, you're healed. Mm -hmm. Why? It's because sometimes we carry that residual with us. Yeah. We carry the, we carry the, the, uh, you know, the negatives, Mm -hmm. you know, we go get your photos developed. We carry the negatives of what sin has done. You know, the, the shadows, the, 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 that, that sin has left behind. We carry the, 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 the trauma of having dealt with all of this sin Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, we can be healed from that. Yeah. We can be made whole God's desire is that yeah. we would be
1: made whole. And, the, and this is, man, this is the gospel. This is the, the true essence of the gospel yes. of Christ is that yet when we were in our sin, Christ would die and carry our sin in his body. Mm-hmm. God would love the world that the wrath, the wrath of God would be placed on his son. You know, Yeah and the sin of the world would be placed on his son on the cross. Um, this is the gospel, man, and uh, Matthew seven twenty two is not a place that we want to be. We right. want to know him, and so if if you are, like, if you are dealing with this, like, there's so much grace, um, you know, in the gospel. Yeah. There's so much mercy for us. This is what Jesus has done, but Jesus does, and, and even John the Baptist puts a a, a focus on repentance as well you know, and I was actually, yes, I was actually, uh, that's a big word too. Yeah, it is. I was actually doing some devotion, um, this last week and, and, um, it was going over repentance and what repentance is. And yeah, and we can ask the Lord to forgive us, but if we don't turn in the opposite direction from our sin and we just continue to sin and, and, you know, um, deliberately do it. Yes. And it's really not forgiven because we're deliberately taking advantage of what you know jesus has done and so right. repentance means to turn the opposite direction and that's what the lord requires of us is to repent and go the opposite direction um, of what we're doing and, and that's the gospel when we come to him we repent it's not being perfect but it's it's giving right. that effort to pursue Him and all we do.
0: Yeah, and it, it's it's not using your freedom. You you're free indeed. Right. Don't use your freedom yeah. to pursue selfish ambition. Don't yeah. use your freedom to be selfish. And when you do that, man, you're you're not you're not gonna, you're not gonna trick God. Mm. You're not gonna pull the wool over on His eyes, like like if you'll be yeah. like, well. I know God. I really mean it this time. He knows. Right. He knows. And and so that. Man, I love that. And and again, these are words that these are words that are sometimes avoided yeah. Yeah. Uh, for the sake of Amen. Hey, man. We want to we want uh we want to make everybody feel. Let, let, let me take a minute here. We're going to say this.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Which camera do I look? Okay. <laughs> we want to take a minute. And here's the deal. We're trying to make people feel, what we say is we're trying to make people feel welcome. I want to make people feel welcome. No, you don't. You want to make them feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And the truth is uncomfortable. Yeah. And the fact of who we are because of this broken world, because of the sin in our lives, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. The good news is we don't have to stay there. The gospel is we don't need to live there. We yeah. can be dead to sin. And we can live for what is right. Yeah, that's yeah. the invitation. I love that. But we're, yeah. we need to we need to I get over that. this spot to where we're we're okay with we under the guise of making people feel welcome. Mm-hmm. Nah, dog. What you're trying to do is make people feel comfortable. We need to get over that. Yeah. Like I want people to feel, man. When people come to my home, when people come to the church, whenever we're at, like I want people to feel welcome. Genuinely, I yeah. want them to feel welcome. But if they feel uncomfortable. It's not going to be because of me making them feel uncomfortable. If they feel a discomfort, let it be because God's Spirit is is bringing conviction, or or, or there's there's a truth that was shared that made them go oof. I don't know if I like that. We had somebody do that last Sunday, man. I was preaching and and I said something, and somebody in the front row went oof, and then got really embarrassed and like hid themselves and started like laughing. And I was like, no, that's good. Say it louder. Maybe you'll get some amens. Yeah. Like there's other people that are feeling oof too. Trust me, I've been in some oof moments. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah. man, I need to, I need to, I need to do different. I need to do something yeah. different.
2: Yeah, uh, I think sometimes we 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 think our, our our sin is too heavy or too just it's too much. Um, for anybody, and and I mean, think about it. Jesus died so that we'd be that 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 he died for our sins. So now right. our sins have no weight. Right. It's not heavy, right? Yeah. You know, we rep- as long as we repent and go back. I mean, turn around and and, and walk yeah. the other way, man. Um, there is no weight to that sin, anymore. right? Regardless of how big or how small you think it is, it, it's mm-hmm.
1: that's it. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. That's good stuff, big man. Stuff. I, Matt, if you don't know. Pastor Matt has a couch in his living room. <laughs> if you sit if you sit on this couch you're gonna sink in, and you're never gonna leave his house. Going,
0: That's very true. Yeah, to Todd's in they're it right going to now. <laughs> you're gonna fall asleep.
1: Um, do you have a name for your couch, bro? We
0: uh, we what? call her Bertha.
1: Bertha, it's so comfortable. It's called. It's actually has a name. It's, it's her name's Bertha. She
0: gives. She she, she just gives big. She just embraces you.
1: See. <laughs> try just try just doing meetings it. on that couch. Oh, try uh. doing meetings on that.
0: Everybody, couch. you you may think you're young, but when you sit in that. Oh. When you uh, sit on that yeah. couch and you try to get up. You'll find out how young you are because <laughs> you'll make a noise <laughs> when you're trying to get up.
1: That's the secret sauce uh, for Pastor Matt's house. He's like, come to my house, sit in my couch, and you never leave. <laughs> That's right. I got you. <laughs> but but I say that because comfort, you'll never move when you're comfortable. Mm. And uh, we were talking about comfort earlier. And, um, man, like when you're uncomfortable, it causes this movement. It causes this. Unsettleness in your spirit which causes you to change direction right if you're sitting in a couch that's not comfortable you're gonna get up and go man my back's hurting i'm gonna go somewhere else i'm gonna do something different yes and so um i love this that we can talk about repentance and talk about the weight of our sin and talk about conviction because these things need to move us man like these things need to to be revealed to us but the only way they will is if as if we're looking in the mirror of God's word, if God's word is piercing our hearts, you know, piercing those things that, that are within us, that God's saying this needs to get out of your life, whatever it is, whether it's pride or it's, you know, hate or whatever it is, God's trying to strip us of these, these things that hinder us from experiencing him to the fullest. And Tony's right, man. Like there is no way. Um, once, once we for we repent of those things and give them to him, he takes that's that's what the cross was for. Yep. You know? Um past, present, and future sin, like Jesus said, I'm I'm taking care of it all. Right. But you but you gotta repent, you gotta pursue me, you know. And and that's where we get this Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy? I don't wanna be that person. I wanna be that person that knows him, that went to him.
0: Right. And and, and with that with that posture, like that when we talk about like the toothbrush Christian, like That's, that's some, you know what that's, you know what's happening when you do that? You say, well, I did all this stuff though. I did all this stuff in your name. You know what, you you know what, why you did it? Why you didn't know him? You weren't intimate with him because you've been busy arguing about the tab with God. Yeah. You're busy trying to say, yeah, but I did all this stuff. You don't know. I don't want you to pick up the check. Right. I can pay for it. I can pay for it. And Jesus is like, I already paid for it. Yeah. Why don't you get to know the person that paid the check? Because you're too busy fighting me, trying to show me, oh, no, look, I got money in my account. I'm, I can afford this. What, you calling me poor? You, you, you okay. don't think I can buy my own? You, no. Calm down, man. I paid the tab. Yeah. Why don't you get to know the person that paid the tab? Why don't you say thank you? Yeah. Why don't you get to know me? You know, and 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 all it's, it's people that, that are living right now that exist in this place, that exist in the church, man, that think that it is by works that we are yeah. saved. And the more work that we do, that the better we're off, that we're going to have it in heaven, the better off that we're going to have it. Listen to me. Works are amazing. But if you're doing it from a, from a posture of the more work that I do, the better it's going to be for me. Yeah. You missed it. Yeah. You missed it. And, and, and I love what you were saying about discomfort and how it sometimes would cause you to get up. It causes you to move around and discomfort is sometimes used for directive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God uses discomfort to get you to get up and go take a different direction, go in a different direction. And if discomfort in, in God's presence or, uh, or, or with God's word, if those things create discomfort and, and, and it creates like a discord in you, you get upset about it, you get angry about it. You got a you problem. Yeah. It's not God's words' fault. It's not His presence's fault. That's it's that has nothing to do with that. It's it's you that have a problem with this word.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I've, have you ever Have you ever shared a truth with somebody and they got upset? Mm-hmm. You ever told somebody the truth and they got mad about it?
1: Yeah.
0: A Man, lot. Oh yeah. Man, yeah. I have.
1: <laughs> you don't want to hear that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to hear that. And it's uh, and it's uh, it's something that we have been we have been called to share the truth, to speak the truth in love. Full of grace, seasoned with salt. Now some of y'all out there uh, sharing truth, you guys aren't you guys are handing out dental floss to people and being uh, kind, full of grace, seasoned with salt. You're kind of driving by in your car and throwing it throwing at people. Salt. That's not helpful. Stop hitting people upside the head with, with the floss of the Lord. Like that don't count. That's <laughs> not, you're not doing good things. You're a Lord, Lord person. Yeah. If you're doing that. I'm just gonna, uh, that's just real talk. You're a Lord, Lord person, because what you're trying to do is prove to them just how, look at how holy you are and look at how, look how much I know. And look, at, I'm going to save you. Yeah. You're not going to save anybody. I'm not going to save anybody. I can't. I'm incapable. Mm-hmm. We, we, we got to get to this place where we trust God implicitly. And, and God does not desire for us to cover up the smell of our sins with the stick of gum. He desires to remove them completely. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, he, you know, when Jesus died on the cross, he said, it, it's accomplished mm-hmm. to tell us that I paid in full yeah. yeah paid in full oh i got that hey listen he went he decided that he was going to go to the source of all things mm-hmm. on the cross he went to god the father and he said listen i know that your wrath has to be poured out i know that the wages of sin is death because i'm the truth right jesus it right. wasn't he didn't speak that he was the truth but this is what i want you to do father I want you to run a tab for the world and bring it to me. Mm-hmm. Bring me the check because I'm gonna pay it in full. And why do we wait? Mm-hmm. Why wait? If you're out, like, if you're listening, if you're watching, whatever, why wait? Let's not let's not wait on this. Let's do something about it. Where are you? Take some time. Let's take some time. Let's kind of reflect where we are right now. I, 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 I have floss moments. I do. Yeah. I want to be, I want to be a steady flosser. I want to, I want to get the routine cleanings, you know, which is why I think I'm, I'm, I love so much that, you know, um, creating me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. I love that scripture so much because it's very real to me because I feel like I surrender to God sometimes moment to moment, <laughs> You know, yeah. sometimes it's not just daily. Sometimes it's moment to moment, where I'm like, "Okay, God, I need
2: this one. This one. Yeah, here.
0: I'm gonna need you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm surrendering right now. Yeah. Uh, right now in this. <laughs> you know, and and so like let's let's take a self assessment, man, and and let's take some time. Let's look in the mirror and 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 decide what it is that where it is that we are. Yeah, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah, I think also, man, um, as we, we're kind of um, taking some inventory of ourselves I also think and I'm not going to get into this too much because first of all I don't really know but um, no, let's talk about all of it but but if we only knew how much work went into um, uh, forgiveness of sins in the Old Testament and how much preparation and how much work was done to find that that spotless lamb to take it, you know the the um, the dripping of the blood for the sins of the people. Like all the priests that would have to be there, the 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 process and the steps it took, you know, because sin was that serious to God. Right. You know, it was that serious to Him, and for God in His grace and His mercy to say, "We're gonna be done with that, and I'm gonna settle it with My Son." You yeah. Know, and he's gonna be that ultimate. And and then even in that, if if we begin to think about all that Jesus went through as a the sacrificial lamb to right. be slain for us for our sin, it changes my perspective yeah. on sin and and being a bubblegum Christian. Right. You know? um, and so I think that's important for for me, I would like to to just cause we mentioned this verse earlier, but this is this is my prayer and and let it be your prayer every single day in Psalms 139 23 and 24 Psalms 139 23 and 24 search me God and know my heart yes and we talk about knowing here in Matthew 7 I Jesus says I did not know you depart from me Mm -hmm. this verse search me God and know me test 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 me and know my anxious Anxious thoughts. thoughts see if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting yep and i love that scripture man and i think if we can make it a habit to say lord in our prayer closet when we're coming to him search me lord search me let me know if there's any offensive way let me know if there's anything because i could be doing good things i could be you know in ministry i could i think i'm a good person but no no no, no. like show me what's offensive, like show me what I'm doing. So, so I can change that, and repent of it. You know, I think making a habit of that is so critical.
0: Yeah. And ensure that, ensure that it's a, um, it's a practice Mm -hmm. and not a tradition, right? you know, because, because you don't want to do something just for the sake of doing it. You want to do it because I practice this because I am genuinely Mm -hmm. believing this. This is genuinely my heart. This is genuinely my posture. You were talking about, man, you like you want to get into all of the depths of like what it took for, you know, the forgiveness of sins and everything. And that's that's a psalm, you know, I'm and and if I'm not mistaken, that is that's a psalm of David. Um and uh he was somebody who was declared a man after God's own yeah. heart. And he he did a lot of bad stuff. Yeah. He did a lot of bad stuff. But I believe that. He was considered the apple of God's eye because he knew God in a different way. Mm-hmm. You see, this process that you were talking about was a bloody, stinky process. Have you ever been to a slaughterhouse? Yeah. It smells. Mm-hmm. The temple where the priests, were, their robes were not white. Mm-hmm. They were covered. Yeah. It, 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 it was a slaughterhouse. Mm-hmm. And, and slaughterhouses stink. And sin is messy. Mm -hmm. The cross was bloody. Mm -hmm. There's a reason for that. People have always desired a step. We've always begged God for a step by step process. Give me the 10 ways to success. Mm -hmm. Give me the 10 ways to, could you give me three ways to follow you now? God, can you give us some judges? Well, God said, well, what, what I would like to happen is I would like to be your judge. God, we need a king. Well, I'm your king, but no, no. We need somebody that we can look to that can tell us what to do. Man, you're not getting. So God has given us these step by step things. Even when you look at the commandments, the Ten Commandments, they were never intended. We were never going to complete them. We're never going to do it. We did not. have, Jesus said, if you if you do, if you you've heard it said, if you kill, you know, kill somebody, don't, thou shalt not kill. But if you look at your neighbor, you're angry with them, then you've already killed them in your heart. Yeah. Guess what, Jack? We've killed lots of people in our hearts. Yeah. Jesus is saying you're not going to do it. You can't do it. The Ten Commandments were never meant for you to accomplish on your own volition. They were meant to point you to the God who said, I'm here, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) The lamb that was slain from the foundations of the earth, paid in full, it is finished. The whole point is to be intimate with God, to know God, to trust God, not take this step-by-step process. God, please just give me a step-by-step of how to live so that I know that I can check all of these boxes. And if I checked all of these boxes by the end of my life, then maybe I can get into heaven. Yeah, sana, sana, colita. I did all those things. I stood up. I, I, I did this. I raised my hand in the right place. I did this the right time. I did all these things, and that at the end of it, if we're not careful, if you were doing all of those things for the sake of being safe and saved and going to heaven, your motives very well might have been off because you weren't doing it to know Jesus.
2: Right? You ever try that with your relationships, man? Like, watch with, with my with my wife. I mean, I'll I'll make you coffee. I'm go ahead and vacuum the house. But you know what I'm not gonna do is I'm not gonna come to you and talk to you. Right. I'm not gonna come and really ask you. The deep stuff. I'm not going to give you what's on my heart right Mm. now. But I'm going to go make you, uh, but I'm going to wash the dishes.
1: Works. Yeah. Imagine. (laughs) Can you imagine? I'm just saying. Imagine. Imagine if you had a a marriage like that where all you did was do works for each other and you clean the house and you vacuum and Wash it and took care of the kids, but you never were intimate with your wife. Like, how sucky would that <laughs> marriage be? Bro? Well,
0: I, even beyond that, like, that suck. If, the, if the if the angle of it was, like, like, just did good works, like, just did good works and never, like, you know, yeah. like, had yeah. the had the face-to-face, uh, like, I- intimacy. But then when you were physically intimate, <laughs> is this just, like, a good work? Or like, are you just yeah, doing a him, good deed for brother, me? Brother, brother, I'm not going to lie, man. There's times
2: I fell. In uh. the- <laughs> 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 like I, I know, I know she's, she, this is, this is a situation where I need to like uh, fold her clothes or something and then it'll be okay. And it doesn't work that way.
0: Yeah, man. Gosh. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's true. And, 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 and we gotta, we gotta start, man. We gotta start today. Like, let's not, let's not wait, man. Everybody out there, man, that list, listening or watching, don't wait. God's God promises forgiveness for our repentance today, but he hasn't promised tomorrow to your procrastination. So Mm -hmm. you you need to, you need to do something today. We need to do something today.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Right now, right now.
1: God doesn't want robots, man. He wants people that are pursuing him are chasing him. He wants to be sought after. Yeah. You know, and so by choice, by choice. yeah, Yeah. By choice. And that's, that's what makes us humans Uh, so distinct and different from all creation is that we have that gift of, of our will to pursue him. Um, and not even the angels have that, you know what I'm saying? And so no
0: other creation has that.
1: Right. And so God has, has made us crafted us and made us unique to do that yet. We, we don't sometimes. And so, um, man, like let's take advantage of the gift that he's given us, you know, to know that his mercy endures forever. His grace is sufficient. Yes. We can come to him with a repentant heart and sincere heart and turn to him. And he is faithful and, and just to to clean us and purify us and create an, a new heart in, in us. So that way we can continue to pursue him and, and be all that he's created us to be.
2: Love so it. Important. So guys, go and make that appointment today <laughs> with that ultimate... Dentist. <laughs> that ultimate <laughs> <Yeah>. dentist. <laughs> come on with that altar call
0: <laughs> he said <laughs> so guys if you're out there listening <laughs> make your appointment with the with the great physician, <laughs> <a> great physician. <laughs> with the ultimate dentist allow him to whiten your teeth today right. with the blood of the lamb <laughs> earlier this week I was eating a pizza and I cracked two of my teeth when I was eating it so I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but that's been on my mind the wow. entire time.
1: But that's been on my mind the entire time. <laughs> what what kind of pizza pe- were you? What? It was like a frozen pizza that you like making. Well, you're supposed okay. to cook it, those. Yeah, was it still <laughs> frozen, bro? Right? That's why you cracked your tooth.
0: I, I understand. You know, I'm just <laughs> I was hungry. Cracked a tooth on a frozen two teeth. It'll be
2: good after three minutes.
0: <laughs> oh man.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, now my mouth hurts. <laughs> Now my oh, mouth hurts. I, I do want to say before we get to the to to our next segment, I want to take a minute and I want to I want to you know just uh, say a big big shout out to Tony for coming on man and joining us again Thanks, today. Uh, we we love having you on. You you found it man. You found it today. You were a little timid the first time. You
2: got the applause. Oh, dude, you got some exactly applause yeah,
0: man. man. The first time he was a little timid because being on the podcast a lot yeah. like Double yeah. Dutch. You're not ever sure when to yeah. jump in. And I was like, nah man, you need to interrupt us. If you got something to say, say it. Yeah. And and this is. The fun part about doing this thing together, man, but loved having you on, man. It was great. And right now, now that we got that out of the way, it's time.
2: It
1: is time. It is time.
0: It's time time. for recommendations.
1: Let's go. Kick it.
0: (laughs) That was the slowest timing ever for recommendations. Forgot my job there for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) He was too busy thinking about that frozen pizza. That hurts my mouth still. <laughs> All right. I'm going to actually end the recommendation. So why don't we start, uh, why don't here, we start with... I can, t- okay, Tony, I can go first. Okay. You, Tony, you're the guest. So I, I ran out the house really
2: quick because, I mean, the military thing didn't help me out because I thought I'd be here early and I was still late, man. I <laughs> apologize. So I left the book at home, guys. But uh, my recommendation today is... Uh, Coming from the lead pastor at transformation church out in Tulsa, Oklahoma, man, uh, Michael Todd. And Michael he has, Todd. He has this great book going on right now. It's uh, called Relationship Goals, and I mean, it 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 has it it gives you that it has that young perspective in mind. I, I see that. I mean, because sure. when you write a book and you put Beyonce in it, it yeah. So, uh, but it has a lot of great truth to it, and and it really is. Uh, it really. I mean, I read it earlier this year, and it, it was deep um, as far as digging into your relationships. And it could be any relationship, really, but it, it, it really, I mean, it talking about today's structure and, and then what we're talking about today on the podcast, um, that really hit home to me. So go check out that book. I think it has a study guide as well. Um,
0: I love that. Great book, man. Relationship goals. Yeah. And just and by the way, Beyonce was is never going to be Queen Bee to me. She will always no. be a child of destiny. That's just how that goes for her. So y'all can try to pretend child. like she's trendy because... She's queen bee today, but not Doug. She she told me about paying bills back in the <laughs> day. <laughs>
1: right. She's nothing without the the other two, the trio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> what you got for us, D?
1: And Justin isn't anybody within sync either. No. <laughs> All right. Um. You guys are old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're
0: seasoned. We're
1: seasoned. <laughs> um, my recommendation is actually a guy that I actually. Um, did some work with a while back. A really good guy, man. Um, so down to earth. He actually, um, he does marketing. He, he's actually very creative, talented. Uh, I like guy, him already. Man. Yeah. Um, his name's Eric Young. He has a podcast called uh, Brand My Heart. Uh, really good guy. Check him out. I've been, I think he has like six episodes out now. He just started it a few weeks ago, but. That's sweet. Um, great content, man. Great. Um, just, you know tips and pointers on worship and creativity and, um, just culture. And so really good guy. Check him out. Eric Young's, uh, brand my heart podcast. Yeah.
0: I love that, man. I actually, uh, Daniel showed up today and told me about that. And so I already kind of jumped on and, mm-hmm. you know, went and started following him, uh, on social media. Cause, uh, I want to, I want to, mm-hmm see what it's all about. He's got he shares his clips and stuff yeah, from yeah. his podcast on social media, yeah. which is really really cool too. Yeah. Um
1: kingdom stuff right there, man. Kingdom, kingdom stuff, stuff, man.
0: It's all about kingdom, man. That's what we're that's what yeah. we're about. So what I what I want to uh, recommend to you today is actually a book I picked up from a from a, a pastor friend of mine. Uh you know, we we kind of have pastors libraries. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I go to like see another pastor, like I'm I'm digging through their libraries and I'm like, Abraham, I'm going to borrow this book or whatever." So I borrowed this book and I started to read it and I was like, "Ooh, I already like it." Um, it's called Misreading Scripture with Western Eyes. It's by E. Randolph Richards and Brandon J. O'Brien, and um, it is such a such a good take because what it talks about. I'll give you just a brief uh, brief synopsis real quick, you know, um, because there's such a huge cultural gap between between you know our lives here uh, where we are and and. The biblical culture of the time, especially in the Middle Eastern area where, where a lot of this stuff took place. And I love what they say here. Real briefly, uh, it says, you know, we, we bring our Western biases and we place them into the Bible. And that was never intended to be true. For example, when Paul exhorts women to dress modestly, we automatically think in terms of sexual modesty. But Paul is likely more concerned about economic modesty, that Christian women would not flaunt their wealth through expensive clothes and gold jewelry. That probably just messed with y'all right then and there. Yeah, You know, but this is an amazing book already. I'm I'm so excited to get to read it, uh, more of it. Misreading scripture with Western eyes. It's removing cultural blinders to better understand the Bible. Go check that out. And while you're going to check that out, jump on social media, follow us across the board, subscribe to our YouTube channel, hit the bell for notifications so you know when new stuff drops. And go love like Jesus. Brush your teeth. Yes, floss. <laughs> Do it all.